Our passion didn't start with the mouth. It started with people, with the well-being of the profession. And if you're like me, maybe a little bit of your nerdiness in all things tech too. We all want to love what we do, but the truth is burnout, people problems, and glass ceilings can keep us from doing what we set out to do. So let's get back to the heart of connection. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. This show is about passing you the knowledge, the habits, the systems, and the strategies to lead your teams, lean on the tech, and listen to your gut while you take care of teeth. And let's get honest, the overall health of our communities. Let's stop using the wrong end of the toothbrush, y'all. My name is Dr. Kelly Tanner. Oh, and uniquely, I'm a dental hygienist, too. You can consider me a guru in the dental and leadership industry. With over three decades of experience, my goal is to take you to the next level by empowering growth, perspective, and confidence. By identifying the gaps, recognizing the plaque, and extracting the truth with other experts in the field. I'll share their stories, empower you to own yours, and elevate your passion in the process. So have a seat in the chair, put on your bib, and let's get to work. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. I am your hostess, Dr. Kelly Tanner, RDH. And today, I have with me these lovely ladies from Diamond Dental Dental Hygiene Coaching. And I know that you guys are going to tell them the full title and then all about your good stuff. So this is Lauren Betancourt and then Danielle Avila. Did I say your last name correctly, Danielle? Avila, Avila, it's all the same. Avila, okay. <laughs> I meant to totally ask you that. So it is so nice to to have you all on. I met them, I guess about was about two months ago. Now we just lined up a call. We had a lot of synergy in what we're doing with the outcome of our profession. We're seeing a lot of the same symptoms across yes. the profession, just you know, as a whole. And you all are doing designated one-on-one career coaching for the dental hygienist. And they're going to tell us all about that. So it's it was lovely to connect with you all because it takes all of us to truly care for our communities and our community of dental hygiene, our profession, and to come at it, come at it with our different context and lens to be like, you know what, I can help that help you with that because I've also been through that. So if you guys want to tell us your story, I always love asking about, you know, Lauren, if you want to go first about why dental hygiene, and then Danielle, you can take it after that. Sure. Absolutely. Well, a little fun background story for everybody is Danielle and I actually went to hygiene school together. So it was about 14 years ago, (laughs) a little over maybe, maybe more. Yeah. Um, we met each other and, um, became instant friends and went through the, the program together. And we both landed our first jobs clinically, um, separate. Uh, we both have worked in private practice. Um, I was at my practice for about 12 years or so at the first practice I was at an amazing doctor. We, we truly were a, a family together. And then I moved on to another position where I became the oral wellness hygiene coordinator there. And um, at both of those, I was helping uh, implement a oral wellness program for hygiene excellence and uh, periodontal protocols. And through that, just gained some leadership. And, and, you know, we found both Danielle and I in our professions found that a lot of hygienists were feeling the same thing, getting that burnt out feeling, um, looking for growth, wanting, wanting more and not really sure how to get that. So 
we actually, one of our good friends, we went to hygiene school with too. She was, um, she's a, a career coach and talked to us about, she's not in dentistry, but she talked to us about that. And like, why isn't that in dentistry? Like there should be career coaches within, within dentistry. So we, um, decided, Hey, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's do come, it. Let's come up with a plan and, and, um, and start. So we, we came up with diamond dental hygiene career coaching, um, where we offer one-on-one coaching and, um, and it's, it's been, it's been really fun. We really work on the, um, breaking down the fixed mindset and the scarcity mindset that so many, uh, hygienists have and, uh, want to take over. I yes. feel like I've been chatting a lot. <laughs> That's okay. Once we get started and get going, we just want to keep going and say more and more. Uh, but yeah, I'm Danielle. So Laura uh, mentioned that we went to hygiene school together. Um, we graduated in 2008 and we have been working clinically um, for the past 14 years. We did get the chance um, about a year ago to work clinically together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really where um, all of this kind of grew. Um, both wanting more um, and kind of like kind of bouncing ideas off of each other. Like, you know, what can we do for the community? Um, hygienists kept coming to us and asking us questions um, and, you know, and questions that we used to have. So we're like, you know what, there has to be an area, a niche for this. Um, so that's kind of, again, where that coaching part came into play, where we wanted to help other hygienists um, through whatever feelings they were never into, like navigate those feelings um, and to really help them grow within their career. It's so important because, and a lot of people will call it coaching. Some people call it mentoring. And, you know, I found it to be true throughout my career as well, where people would come to me and just ask me questions. I'm like, why are we not knowing more about this? Why don't we know this before we graduate or say as a first year graduate, or even within the first five years, here's what you should expect to experience. Here are some things that things, things that you might think of when you first graduate or think of this down the road. So what do you all find is the number one problem that people are experiencing causing burnout? Oh, that's, that's really tough. Um, there's a multi, like I guess there's a multiple, but I guess if we really had to narrow it down, the one thing I guess is like the team and, and leadership and communication. Um, those three things like not feeling um, appreciated is a huge thing that I, I feel like a lot of people feel in their career. Um, they're putting in all this hard work, time, energy, and effort, and they're not getting any reward for it. Um, you know, they're like, well, why am I doing this? And, and what am I doing it for? Um, so there's not that like team and, um, and there's no leadership, there's no camaraderie, the culture isn't there. Um, so they're just, that's leading them to feel burnt out. They're putting in so much, again, time, energy, um, into these, you know, into their days. And of course, because of COVID schedules are crazy and they're overworking and, you know, trying to fit in so many people throughout the day. Um, but yeah, it just leads to that burnout feeling and you just, you know, you just kind of sit there and think like, is there more? There has to be more to this than than my day to day in and out hygiene schedule. Yeah. So with that too, I think that it was going on before COVID. Yes, absolutely. And I think COVID just really like brought it to light. Yeah, I think it definitely amplified some of the voices and some of the feelings that it validated some of the feelings that we were we as a profession were feeling. And you know, two, I think as a I kind of look at the total social movement that's gone on in the background during all of this time and the empowerment and looking inward. And I think a lot of people went through that and that's when they 
started to identify their sense of self-worth to say, you know, I, I need to be doing and thinking of things a little bit differently than what I used to be, you know, and then it shows up sometimes as burnout of I'm dissatisfied and I didn't even realize it. And it kind of knocks them upside the head. Absolutely. And I love how you said, you know, you really need to look inwards. I think that's one of the main things that we focus on with our clients is we, we break down those like that fixed mindset, that scarcity mindset, and we, we create daily habits that help them gain that confidence and create that clarity to, to figure out what it is that they, that they want. It's like that light bulb moment that they have. And, and it's, it's awesome (laughs) to to see that. Yeah. And then, so you all work one-on-one obviously. And then what about when, when people say, okay, I can fix myself and I can get in, I can get to that point of my own self-actualization and awareness and who I am. Now, what about the rest of my team? You know, and, and you, because you got to become part of the solution. But what if you found yourself that you're, that you realize that, ah, I feel stuck now because no one else is wanting to grow and better themselves. What, what kind of advice would you offer folks? Yeah. So we talk about, um, you know, having that conversation with your team and, and leaning into those fears and, and facing it head on. And, and creating that, that open communication with, with whether it be the doctor or the practice manager and making sure that you are all heading towards that same outcome. You know, when, when everybody feels confident, they're going to provide better care to their patients. They're going to, to um, it's just, it's going to be a, a, a automatic effect of, of um what's the word I'm yeah, looking it's for? Almost like a trickle effect. Trickle. You know what I mean? It trickles from you and then you start there. And just like I have where I work now actually, um, there's a lot of I feel like a lot of that going on. You know, you get to a certain point where you feel so confident and you're so clear in what you want and you want that for everybody else. Um so just again, like Laura said, having those conversations um with individual team members and kind of working with them um and and guiding them to what they want and and how can we work together better as a team and how can we make this culture better? And sometimes, unfortunately for the both of us, it means leaving that office sometimes and finding something that aligns better with your core values and what you're looking to do. Um, like we both had to, we both worked at offices for 12 years and found that we were both kind of plateaued. We were at that peak and there was no room for growth and it was just time for us to move on. Um, and in doing so, we were able to kind of grow personally and professionally. So sometimes leaving that specific situation that you're in almost helps to get you to that next level that you're looking for. And networking. Yeah. We, we talk a lot about networking. Networking is huge. Just speaking with, you know, people, people like you. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 um, and seeing what other opportunities that we're doing. One of, one of the main things that we're focusing on is uh, cutting career paths, different career paths that you can do. Not only clinical, we want to hone in on, you know, giving us care for our patients, but we also want to say, okay, well, maybe you need a hybrid situation, work part-time clinical, and then do something else on the side. And, and exploring what those options are. 
So backing up to what you were mentioning a, a few minutes ago about leaving and then going into a place where you have more growth. For you at the time when you guys switch, what did more growth look like for you? How was that different like in contrast of where you were and then where you ended up going for that office that offered more growth? Yeah. So for me, that's a really good question. Um, where I was, was very um, Groundhog Day-ish, like come in, clean teeth, you know, do the exam, clean the room. There was no scaling and replanings. There was no, um, yeah, there was just no more. That was it. Like it was just very um, focused on oral wellness. Yeah, it really wasn't. Yeah. Like Laura said, focused on oral wellness. So I knew that leaving there, I was going to find an office that was going to allow me to do more hygiene things like technology. Yes. Technologies, but also like do um, scalings and do, you know, I have a license to do local anesthesia and I wasn't allowed to do that. Um, so just opening other doors for me in my profession that, um, challenged me was way more exciting. And, you know, I knew that going to a new office that allowed me to do these things was going to challenge me and allow me to grow um, professionally. And Danielle, what about you? Laura. Oh, Laura. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Laura. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, no, Lauren. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No. So for, for me, I mean, honestly, I, I loved where I was, um, the, the, my first office, um, but moving to that second office and having the opportunity to become that oral wellness, um, provider and, and gain that growth there was, was amazing. Um, since then I have, I have left there and where I am now where, um, I'm talking to the doctor about, you know, offering the salivary testing. Um, I, I think that's amazing. And just offering those different technologies. Um, it, it has gained only that, I mean, my confidence in myself, but, and I know that I'm um, providing the best possible care for, for my patients and leading to, to be being a mentor and, and becoming a career coach and helping our clients, um, gain that confidence and, and figuring out what it is that they want to do. You know, is it, is it something that where they want to stay in clinical hygiene or do they want to? go into research or go into public health. Um, and, and that's, that's where I've gained the most growth for me. I hear a lot of offices talk about, to your point, Lauren, with the technology, that they think that technology scares hygienists away. What is your huh. opinion on that? Yeah, they, they're scared to bring in technologies because they think that their hygienists will say, okay, this is one more thing they have to do. What is your experience with that? Yeah, change is hard. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that also comes down to, to like mindset and being open to, um, being open to change and knowing that sometimes having that technology in there is going to benefit the practice as a whole. Therefore, it's not like, I don't know how, how I want to say it, but it's not necessarily like it's something that's more that's being put on us. It's something more for the office. So how can we help the doctor grow his office? we work better for him that way we're working better as a team uh -huh. Uh -huh, sorry <laughs> um but yeah and I, I feel like we've both seen that a lot with like certain technologies um being implemented in offices um and how it scares off it does sometimes scare off or and it is true sometimes hygienists have a hard time i mean anybody anybody has a hard time dealing with change because it, like i said change can be scary, but change is the only constant in life. And that is something that we, we need to accept and, and, and almost celebrate to an extent, right? We want to, 
to continue to grow because if you're staying stagnant, you're you will end up getting that that burnt out feeling. And we want to prevent that in this profession. Uh, I see technology also is I think of it like as another team member that's going to assist me do something with my quality of care, the standard of care that I deliver and using technology to bolster the conversations and connect differently with my patients. Is that also your experience as well? Yeah. And I feel like lately I've been talking to my patients a lot about like, even for my personal growth, I'll talk to certain patients about, you know, I'm thinking about maybe doing laser therapy and, you know, doing the salivary testing and scanning. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. Like they love that. They want to see that we're continuing to educate ourselves and implement that new technology within the office that excites them. So it keeps them coming back, keeps them excited to know that we're continuing to learn and grow for them. And knowledge is power, right? We, we're all continuing to learn. And we not only we want to learn ourselves and grow, but we also want to educate our patients so they can grow. We want to educate our clients so they can discover the other opportunities that are available to them and, and you know, the resources that are available so they don't feel stuck. And a lot of the diagnostic testing now too helps us better care for our patients as well. It gives us that window, that peek into what's truly going on with that oral systemic link so we can get that, ba- that best oral health outcome and overall health outcome for that patient. So I think that the patients truly understand it at a different level. And I think in my experience too, when you're bringing in these different techniques, the technology, because the hygienist is open to learning and doing doing something that's different that will help the outcome that was at one time frustrating because you could like throw the kitchen sink at it and not hit the mark on it. If it's, if you're targeting the wrong bacteria, if there is an underlying issue that's there that you're not recognizing because your office doesn't support it or doesn't acknowledge it and let you practice in that way. So I find that being able to go into an office empowers the hygienist to create an environment that's like more sustainable to prevent burnout. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree 100%. So I think too, when you get people jazzed up about it, then they're like, yes, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to go into an office that has that. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, a few of our clients have realized along the way, okay, well, I know that this office unfortunately doesn't align with my core values. So they will start to network and start to branch out and find an office that that does offer those technologies that does allow them, like you were saying earlier for yourself, that does allow them to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and, and that's been beautiful to watch. So we've talked about that sort of that number one thing, the reason why people come to you all because they are feeling burnout. What's the, and then you, you're saying too, that you kind of go into that mindset and that awareness What's the next thing that you all guide your clients through after they are saying, okay, I have a handle on this. Is there like a next step for them to be able to say, okay, here's, here's my action that I take. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, starting, like you said, out with like the mindset and helping them change that, you know, scarcity fixed mindset to the growth mindset, kind of getting them to implement, you know, even starting out with just daily actions to take, you know, journaling and stuff like that. Um, getting them to have that aha moment. And then once they have that aha moment, setting that, you know, that major goal, that ultimate goal that they want to reach and helping them impl- implement action plans and just really meeting with them 
And helping them navigate, you know, holding them accountable. Exactly. And creating an action plan that we can work through. So it's that's that step-by-step guide of, of getting them to, to their end goal. And then how long does like the coaching situation, I know that, I mean, I, I coach executive clients and do some things that are similar to what you all do, but it sounds like it's a little, it's, there's room for all of us. And we all talk about that's the abundance mindset. Like that's, that's, I, you know, I, I think it's not just me, it's you all, it's all of us talking about it, creating awareness with it. But I'm assuming too, much like myself, that the, the length of time that you're coaching can be very different from client to client. What is, tell more people about that journey and what it's like to work with you all. Yeah. So I guess it's just really depending on where you're at when you come to us. Um, we have that free, you know, confidence, clarity, kind of discovery call with our clients, um, and see exactly what it is that they're going through. And then from there, we can better gauge how we can help them. We do have two different packages that we offer. Um, one of the packages is a three month package. Um, and then we also have a six month package. Um, we feel as though, you know, most of the time the six months with a client is the best package. Um, we've seen a lot of growth and a lot of change, um, happen in those six months. Um, three months is great too, but I feel like it's better to have those six months, um, with our clients to really help them navigate, um, you know, from A to B where they are and where they want to be and helping them to get there. And seeing them actually be able to implement everything that we we discuss in our calls. Yeah. And also, too, what I find is that once they start to discover certain areas of their life changing, it's the layers of the onion start to come off in yeah. other areas of their lives. And they're they can they where they didn't see blind spots before, the blind spots are like, oh, hey, hey there. And then it uncovers this whole thing that they weren't even aware of what was happening. And so certainly with that six months, I, I do the three, six, and then also the, the annual as well. But to be able to support those individuals, those companies, organizations, offices, longitudinally over a period of time, you can start to track that incremental change to say, this is where you started. Look at where you've been and all the things that you've done. Because it, too, I think... When you start going through that coaching, you guys made this point before, people start to see the difference in you and they're like, hey, you know, your attitude is different. You're, you seem different. And it's like, yeah, yeah when going through coaching and they're like, tell me more about that. Yeah. What's that? What's that about? And then you, you, you sort of have to like be the change that you want to see. In yes. Environment. <laughs> I love that. That is so true. Absolutely. 100%. And that's one of the things that we do talk about with our clients, lead by example, be the change that you want to see. Yeah. And it's, it sounds so cliche, right? But it truly is because people will, (laughs) people will notice like, man, she's not triggered by that anymore. He's not reacting in the same way anymore. It's, it's, um, it's a difference that once you truly understand that self-awareness piece of it and you open yourself up in a place of, I call it for lack of a better word, love or, you know, acceptance to understand others in a way that you never have before the things around you, the things around you start to change and the way that you're perceived is changes as well. Yeah. And the way you perceive things like is the way you're perceived and the way you perceive things is amazing. Uh Yeah. Because I think too, it's the level of questioning that you start to get into changes. It's you try to understand others in a different way than what you thought that you could before. And you start to ask those different questions to create that understanding 
And then you understand different and you're like, oh, I got it. Now I understand how when I do that, it upsets you. (laughs) (laughs) So how do, how do people work with you all? Like what, how do they reach out to you and where do they find you? Are you guys going to be at uh, any upcoming events anytime soon? We are, we're in based in New England. So we are going to be, um, in Natick. we're going to Natick actually at next weekend, the ADHA conference. conference next weekend. Um, so that would be awesome. Um, and then also in January, we're going to go to Yankee. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be at Yantel in January, um, kind of throwing around some ideas about maybe some other conferences in between that and under one roof in the summer, summer, um, in Nashville. Um, and you so, can reach us. Um, so we have a website, uh, www.diamonddentalhcc.com and then we are also on instagram which is um diamond dental coaching and we have a facebook um and our email linkedin (laughs) linkedin yeah (laughs) linkedin but yeah those are all like book link um linkedin instagram those are all on the bottom of our website Awesome. So then people reach out to you. There's a discovery call that you try to figure out what's needed. So then you guys can customize what it is you're recommending to what they're saying based on the outcomes that they want to achieve. Want to receive. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. So you guys are up in new England is what do you work? Do you work with people mostly up in that area or all over? Um, all over. We've had definitely a handful of clients in um, New England and then Texas, uh, um, California. California. So all uh, over. Yeah, we're kind of all over. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. It's been getting to again network and meet people and to see them through that journey. Really amazing. Oh. What's one piece of advice that you would leave our listeners with today if they're experiencing burnout or something that they feel really stuck with? For me, it would be to work on yourself, on your own personal growth, because within your personal growth, you will gain professional growth. And, and like, kind of like what you said earlier, like all of a sudden, if you start to, to feel that confidence and you're changing, people are noticing that about you and you're like, Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a vibe. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, I guess if there's one thing that I can say to your younger self. I know. I'm trying to think, <laughs> like, what would I say to myself a year or two ago? Um, yeah, change is constant and you're not really stuck. This isn't your forever. Um, so start now and to see the change that you want to see. Yeah, you got to start somewhere because it can seem so overwhelming. And that I feel like can contribute to the stuck feeling too. It's and and so to be able to take you know, all of the actions that we take are one small tiny decision. And it's a bunch of little small, tiny decisions that make an actionable change toward the direction that you want to be in. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, definitely can feel overwhelming. Um, And that's where I feel like a lot of our clients come at. They're very overwhelmed. Um, So for them, for us to break that down for them is huge. And then, and then they can say, okay, well, then to work on this, and now that I can see the different issues that I'm experiencing or the things that I want to change now that I can see them because you've helped them pull that apart. You can say, let's start here. This is, how's that going to make you feel when you do that? How is, what's the action toward that? And then once they start to see that they can do it, I find truly starts to make a, where they start to gain momentum in that. And they're like, yes, I can do that. Cause they start to prove to yes. themselves. Absolutely. Yes. I love it. Yeah. 
And you, you're, you're, you want to be your own advocate, right? You don't want to let yourself down. Yeah. But people, I, I think that people at our profession, well, a lot of folks, regardless of their profession, they can, we can be so hard on ourselves and think that it's got to be perfect the first time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but failure, celebrate your failures. That's how you learn. Wow. And that's how you grow. Yeah. And that's the only way you grow. You got to go through it to grow through it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Well, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you guys more and about how people work with you. And if you wanted to reach out with to either one of them, their information is going to be in the show notes on the podcast and also YouTube. So thank you all so much for being on with me today. I really appreciate thank it. I love the work you're doing in the industry. And if you all wouldn't mind to our listeners, if you wouldn't mind, please going on to Apple to give us a five-star rating and to follow us, subscribe to us on YouTube and reach out to Diamond Dental Hygiene Career Coaching for all of your coaching needs and ladies, keep crushing it. And I look forward to seeing you all in person soon. Yes. yes. Thank you Thank so you. much. Okay. Take care. Be well. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye.